and welcome to Turtle Tracks Podcast. This is your host, Brian Van Hooker, and I'm here with Justin Ronfola, a character designer and visual development artist on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Justin, thanks for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you. Oh, heck yeah, Brian. Thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. So uh, I guess before we go too in-depth, uh, I want to like dig into your character designs, but um, I mean, what was your your role on on a Mutant Mayhem? What, what was your, uh, your sign? What was your job? Um... Yeah, I was hired as the um, production character designer. Um, I did a lot of production drawings um, of the characters um, in the film and also uh, did a handful of visual development and um, designed a few characters and helped do some surface painting and some, you know, conceptual stuff. And uh, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, man, that was it. Yeah, you know this 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 movie has such a unique art style that kind of like it looks like concept drawings kind of brought into three dimensions. Can you describe? I don't know. Can you describe behind the scenes what the I don't know what the language was behind finding that? Yeah, um, there was a lot of things that a lot of. Um, a lot of us were kind of like trying to think about because it only kind of sort of came a little later where things started to like, you know, develop, you know, the rules of the world, if you will, like with which is with a lot of productions that, you know, kind of have very unique styles and like a, a really kind of um, unconventional way of working. And a lot of the a lot of the word that we would get is like, you know, let's try and think like a teenager. And like, so it wasn't even just about like getting the turtles on that level story-wise. It was also like how we were thinking creatively, you know, tapping into your Napoleon dynamite drawings, you know, and like really kind of being a high schooler again. And, you know, with that said, there was like a level of like excitement with with kind of letting go and drawing like that. And then, you know, also it was kind of difficult. I mean, we, majority of like the designers, especially with character stuff, you know, we all kind of followed Woodrow's style and that is a very unique style. And so, you know, kind of like adopting his vibes and then interpreting that into a 3d thing it was a fun challenge for sure were you a turtle fan prior to ending up in the movie hell yeah dude <laughs> hell yeah which, remember, like which era of turtles where uh, so yeah so i i grew up in the 90s and like um so i like just missed the cartoons i mean i watched the cartoons but i was like super duper young i don't remember i had a lot of ninja turtle birthdays i had a ton of ninja turtle toys i mean basically like i feel like every i feel like every household literally like every other probably realistically had like like either the surfer mikey or like the 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 you know futuristic samurai leo figure <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. those are everywhere and so of course i got in on that you know but no some of my most vivid turtle memories are from the first film the first henson film live action and just the way that thing feels 
it feels it's a movie that feels oh yeah like I, like that's I, I i'm a fan of everything even the stuff people say they hate like sure um, like my very favorite turtle anything ever is that first movie i can't yeah i don't hate i don't hate anything turtles even the third one like i know everybody gives it Me crap too. i love them i like the third and one. it's and it's it's a turtle movie. It's kind of like how I feel about Star Wars. I really love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars. And so it's like, I love all Star Wars. Like, it, it might, you know, I'm just happy to get it. I'm happy to have it. Like, Let's whether say, it's bad I'm, or good. I'm interviewing the director and writer of the third movie in like two days. And I've been chasing this guy down for like two years. And I'm so excited. Like, oh, wow. Even though I know it's not as good as the others, like I sure I really like it a lot. So, oh, that's going to be a treat, man. But yeah. yeah, no, I mean, the third one was ridiculous, but like, I don't know. Yeah. There was something cool about taking a big risk and doing that kind of storyline. And I don't know, I'll always kind of like appreciate risk taking in art versus like, Okay, like I could have seen this coming that you just do another kind of one of these, you know what I mean? Sure, um, Shredder's back again. Let's fight him again. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I, with that said, I do love me some Secret of the Ooze. That's another one that's got. I like, do too. I like. I, 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 I also enjoy that one, even though yeah. I recognize it's goofy and Shredder. Shredder, if you think about that movie, Shredder does nothing. Not, not, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I even interviewed the Shredder at the end. Even the end, he just knocks down the stupid. He just beats the crap out of the pier and not the turtles. There was no fighting of Shredder in that entire film. You gotta listen to reason. It's just like, (laughs) no, these pillars gotta go, Leo. They gotta go. Like, oh my god, I love it. But I do enjoy it so much. But so, like, so for this one, you know, speaking of Shredder, uh, we'll bounce around a little bit. But like on your Instagram, which by the way is uh, at just. Justin's and, art without the eye. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, That's all that was available. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ton. You just posted a ton of shredder designs. I mean, how how long? First of all, how long were you on the movie? Like how, how many months of your life? Um, I was on I was on I started up officially in like January of 2021, and I left the movie in June of 2022. Oh wow, long time. Yeah. So in that time frame, how long was Shredder a part of the movie? So okay, so like the Shredder stuff was legit the last thing I worked on. Interesting. Like I was, yeah, like I kind of got extended for a little bit because some scripts changed and we added some new characters. And so, like, you know, and, and still there was still so much stuff to kind of figure out at the time. But like towards the end, like I spent probably about two and a half, like two weeks working on just like concepting him, you know, and it was kind of like, um, I'm sure, I'm sure Woodrow's done some, um, and Kellen might've done some shredder stuff. I mean, Yashar, our production artist, his shredder was pretty much the one that we see in that silhouette. Sorry, spoiler alert, whatever. Um, I can't imagine anybody's a big enough nerd to be listening to this and- <laughs> yeah for sure well i don't know you never know Maybe. Anyway, but yeah so <laughs> so 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 you know i think i think it was just like you know sometimes when it comes to like and i mean like you've talked about the, the concept art everyone's been sharing and there's been so many people that 
did riffs on the turtles that I didn't even see from when I started. So there was a, there's like usually when in their very beginning stage, like I can only imagine I came a little bit after that, but they, I'm sure like so many people did their turtle takes, you know, what they kind of, what, what we, what was going to be. And, and honestly, dude, even the most like crazy, like, like, like really weird designs and ones that just don't like, Oh my God, like that, that's not anywhere near what happened. All that stuff is stepping stones to that final design. You know, you got to kind of get through out of your system, like, you know, some designs that might seem cliche or like, you know, kind of, that's why like with some of the shredder concepts, like, you know, I was like, well, I got to do cartoon shredder, like, like kind of like, like, shredder. like shredder. in our style, you know, and then I got to do the toy shredder, you yeah. know, the purple and blue with the no shirt on kind of, you know, uh, you know, like, and, and so, you know, I mean, it's just kind of like, I just kind of like threw in the pot and, you know. Was there a direction for shredder? Like, was there anything like. No, see, that's the thing. Uh, when you get that really awesome moment to be able to time to be able to like just kind of you know it's it's open-ended assignment like you know you just kind of go for it like mm -hmm. like uh just what do you think what do you think shredder is like you know like what what do you think like you know within the parameters of the show and like you know living in that world and stuff but like uh yeah there really was nothing like, like, hey, dude, you need to stay here. I mean, Woodrow and I talked for a little while, and he was saying what he kind of thought Shredder looked like. And so I did some things based off of that. And so, you know, they're all, like, helpful. Like, even the, the stuff that's so far off, like, it ends up kind of being stepping stones to what end of the final design is. And the final design is nobody knows. Like... That Shredder, Shredder silhouette we saw might not even be what you what ends up happening in the second movie. Who knows if the Shredder will be the main in the second movie? Like you never know. You know what I mean? Like there, I there's no plans that I have any idea of. That's that. So here's a question for you. So like, and I've always wondered this. So you see concept art for uh, and this happens a lot with superhero movies in this too. Like there's all this concept art out there now of shredder does this mean we won't see any of these designs for shredder in the next one does that question make sense probably yeah most likely yeah right yeah. like did you have to get yeah. permission to show shredder since he doesn't appear in the movie yeah yeah because like yeah because like you know like i said like the design i mean i mean there when we were talking about it the 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 final scene that you see after the credits like that yeah. was always kind of from what i knew or you know as early as i heard about shredder because i would be like is the shredder going to be in the movie and they're like well we are probably going to tease him at the end so okay so that was he was never in the movie in a major way um he was in the movie actually woodrow okay. had done some work and one of the i remember one of the first animatics i saw um sh uh shredder was in it he was kind of like but he wasn't the main villain like like baxter stockman had always been the main villain in the film sure. um but um shredder was this kind of like long island guy that was like yeah sure i'll, I'll smuggle some crazy animals for you but you know i 
I don't know what the hell they're for. And he was like a samurai enthusiast. And some of us liked it. And some of us passionately did not like it. And, <laughs> and you know, but you know, when I came out of that screening and like seeing that animatic, I was like, dude, it's something different. And that's the spirit of this movie is kind of like something different, like different takes on the turtles. Some things like back in its roots, and some things like let's let's like holy crap what what can we push until this is just way too ridiculous you know so shredder so, was yeah. the sword guy from long island that was i mean he wasn't from long island but he just kind of had like <laughs> i remember in the animatic he kind of had this like hey yeah i'm sure the shredder that's what you should call me like you know whatever like it was just really weird but <laughs> and you know he kind of like he kind of like didn't really look like the conventional sure you know shredder with armor and a helmet and all that kind of stuff but yeah i mean frankly that's what i love about this movie like and and, and you know maybe some i'm maybe some nerds along the way don't like it but i mean like i liked all the like the changes all made sense they serve the story like the streamline of the origin story like it just really worked for me like i i, I liked a lot like i didn't, didn't bother me that splinter learned it from television like it really was a like the, the the mutagen, the rules of the mutagen in this universe really made a lot of sense. Like all of it worked really well. Like I really liked the whole backstory. I I was just I, I mean I've seen the movie three times and I've thoroughly enjoyed it each time. It's so good. Nice, that's so cool. Yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, I was very surprised, very pleasantly surprised too. I mean, I knew the movie was going to rule. You know, working on it, I was like, I just kept thinking about, you know, because for the longest time, I. I mean, I heard, we we had heard like recordings because we I saw like two animatics within that like year or so, sure. and uh, but I never but no model stuff, no like no like mouth tests, no lighting, well some lighting stuff, but like Mikros was you know they had a, a they had an assignment and a half you know uh, it's a big challenge. And it it just the way it came out ruled like the interpretation like you know how like usually I don't know about you but usually I mean maybe it's because I'm an artist and a designer and I really love looking at this stuff but gosh man doesn't it always seem like the concept art always just rips way harder than the film always. comes out? I, I feel like that I, that's what I've said consistently is like like it always feels like the concept art is so much more interesting than what we see in the movie. But that team did such a damn good job of interpreting all the designs and yeah. all the painting and all the texture and just all the like really minute nuances. I mean, there's like like with any kind of artwork that seems crude, there's always this kind of like really delicate sophistication of oh. like how it's made. And um it's it's really like you can really kind of over like overflow it like too much you know or something's missing or what you know what i mean like it's kind of a real perfect you got it's got to be a perfect little mixture there before moving on from the shredder is there a favorite design here from instagram that you're like of yours i mean as far as when it comes to favorite for me it's always usually like what i just kind of had most fun drawing like sometimes i'll literally just be like rah, 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 rah. come here turtles Turtle, you know, I'll, you know, just when you start going, you know, you start going like you just, 
you just have fun when you draw. Um, I just like the Bane one because it's just ridiculous. I, I just want to do like a Bane shredder, and that's like the one that's like got no shirt and it's kind of purple and just roided like out heavily. And I mean, that was really fun. And you know, some of the some of the like um, some of the like you know, I really really wanted my first thing my mind went to is like doing some like more human versions of him that are like kind of Yakuza or like just, just not as enigmatic, even though I love that part of him, you know, and his face covered up, which eventually would have happened. Like, um, but, um, but yeah, I like the Bane one cause it's so ridiculous and it's just, it's ridiculous. Now over the time that you were on the movie, um, the uh, you said the turtles before we we started. You mentioned the turtles had changed a bit. Can you like broadly speak to like how in your time there the turtles evolved in their look? Yeah. So um, when I was there, we were kind of at this stage where they had um, different knee pads and elbow pads. Um, they had their kind of like um, wrapping around their um, shins and their forearms. Mm -hmm. And their faces were a little bit different. Um, I remember um, Raph, you know, we always played with their teeth and stuff. Like, you know, Raph kind of had his knocked out tooth, then he had it, and then he didn't. And then there was a lot of drawings that Donnie had a little tooth, snaggled tooth popping out. And, you know... And then Donnie had braces and then Leo had braces and then, you know, and then Mikey, you know, and then Mikey ended up with him. So, you know, that's kind of like how it, the design kind of, you know, tornado <laughs> um, can, can happen. But um, they were a little, a little more, I remember like doing their turns and stuff like they, like Yashar really wanted a very fine uh, mixture of mutant and teenage hmm. so they weren't as like buff and muscular and like um uh just different colors of the same body type i mean obviously like their their body types are so different i mean not like rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles different but way different enough i mean raf is the tallest turtle and Mikey's the shortest, but like when you see them together next to each other, they're like really different. All of them are. But anyway, so I remember like working on like Donnie's bicep and, you know, Char just kind of being like, well, we got to, you know, move that a little bit, you know, here and do this here and, you know, play with this line and see what that does. Because, and I was like, okay, cool. We were just chatting. And he says, yeah, because I mean, you know, they're teenagers, but they're also mutants. So, but that's like, how much do you crank the mutant up? I mean, you're already a humanoid turtle person. So, but it was just things like that. And I, that's why I love working in film because you're able to like think about every little thing and scrutinize about your character. Because like I said about the design stuff, that all is just stepping stones to like what the final ends up being like. Um but another big thing is is we did a lot of we did a lot of stuff. I did a lock on it, the designs, and then we had kind of showed them to some higher ups. And the toy the toy um, playmates was a little suggestive on like a little bit more muscle. 
Hmm. Just a little bit more something. So then we did that, and that is where we ended up kind of being, like, muscle-wise with them, um, which is more or less the designs that you see on the back of the toy package. So that's kind of where they oh. were. That, those were the ones that were used. And, I mean, that's what I used for the turns and everything, the final turns. Um, and then their color was actually something that I brought to Yashar. He said he was going to – I was cleaning some turns up, and, you know, I was looking at this this little illustration that he had done of the turtles and, like, a lineup of them, like, on the corner of the street or something. Okay. And they were all kind of, like, the same color as Raph, which is kind of like this kind of, like, lean more towards green, lime green. Sure. And so – I just kind of like so I have <laughs> I have my turtles like set up right here and then my All desk right. is there. But when I was working, I would spend, you know, maybe two weeks, maybe more on like a character. And so I'd have that character on my desk. And um I was like, hold up, we gotta get these turtle colors. We gotta see what it looks like when Donnie's this kind of brownish ochre and you know, Mikey's his kind of really green blue, deep green blue, and you know, and like Leo's kind of this army green almost, like a lighter army green. And it's like, so when I did that, I just kind of sent it to Yashar. I said, Hey dude, like I was just messing around with their colors, and he was like, This looks great. So he kind of showed that along with the things, the the bigger, a little bit of bigger muscles that he painted. And yeah, dude, I mean, they got, they got tweaked a little more after, you know, cause sure. Donnie's not actually that like, I mean, Donnie's figure is like pretty much Brown. Like he's like a very Brown green. Oh, like, the original like, Donnie figure. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. So like, you know, all those kind of things, those are the things that I kind of experienced like while I was working on it that like they evolved into that got closer to the design that is what they are. Yeah, I'm. I, I mean, like they they have fooled around with like the color schemes of them a bit, which I really like. Like I think the the turtles. I mean, it comes from the original toys, but like I think the turtles always were a little more interesting when they had slightly different skin tones and like a little bit more like a little bit more distinguished them. And obviously the body types now too. So. Yeah, yeah, man, it's all fun exploration, and I mean, what I mean, yeah, it's the turtles. It was just so much fun. It was like crazy to even fathom. Like every day, I just woke up and I was more stoked to just do whatever we were doing the day that day or that week or whatever. I mean, it was crazy. And the way, yeah, the way the movie turned out was just very, very ridiculously pleasantly surprised. Exceeded all my expectations. There are so many passionate people that are so into the turtles that worked on this. Like seriously, <laughs> a lot of I people. I like so far. It's crazy. Girls. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like on purpose and not on purpose, you know. Yeah. Like, but um, but yeah, dude. The uh, the expression sheets for the turtles, which you have a lot of here, which I think are so cool. Like, what goes into those? Like, what is the like assignment for that kind of thing? Like, what are you supposed to like? How many are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to capture? All that stuff. I'm curious. Um, well, I mean, it really just kind of starts with having a conversation with the art director and the production artist and and just kind of figuring out like where like what the character's range is. So 
there are actually a handful of drawings I haven't even like posted yet that I am now remembering that I have, which is like um, an actual mouth chart, which mm. kind of shows the A E I O U like uh, uh, an extreme happy, an extreme sad, an extreme angry, and then like, you know, a middle version and then like them pretty neutral. Um, and and um, those drawings are more or less for animation and for modeling um, so that they can understand the mechanics, you know, how far that mouth is going to drop. I mean, there are people like, um, Kellen, who did a lot of his dev, and um, Garrett, too, um, they did a lot of designs that were more or less called like special poses. So, yeah, I would do the mechanics of like how far something would go. But if there was like a special scene, like when they did get beat up and, you know, their glasses or perfect example, when Donnie gets stabbed with Raph's sigh in the leg and that little scream he does, that would be like a special drawing, you know, a special expression that would go in the same category as the stuff you're talking about, the expression sheet. And that's just getting into the head of the character. I mean, the turtles have such clear character traits and personalities yeah. And, you know, um, a lot of that, a lot of that has to come from the storyboard people and, and then, you know, to animation to really drive it home. So, you know, a lot of the drawings that I did there were just kind of like uh, a mixture of them were like me just sketching them. Um, some of them were storyboards. Some uh, uh, very early on, I was given a handful of storyboards, uh, some really cool expressions. And they said, you know, make like pull these more on model because, you know, storyboards are really crude drawings, really kick ass, but crude, you know, simple drawings. And so, yeah, man, like I would just kind of go, hey, what is Donnie being sheepish or Donnie being like kind of like know it all or whatever. So, yeah, it was kind of a collection of just like kind of really understanding the character coming up with some things that you think they would do or how they would act. And then some elements of storyboard um, artwork uh, that way, you know, you're kind of incorporating what may probably be in the film, you know, a specific expression or something like that. But yeah, expression sheets are fun, man. It's, it's a chance very early on to try and find the personality of the character. Oh, sure. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at these designs, and, and I noticed this in the movie as well. Is like the shells on these guys are huge. Like, for the first time, maybe ever, or one of the rare times where, like, they feel like big turtle shells, right? Yeah. Or, right? Yeah, they oh, do, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the shells were cool. Like, I remember very early on when I was doing the turtle turns, like I told you, Shar, I said, hey, man, we're going to have to, because I only got the original drawings of them front view okay the, the concept paintings and then from there i take that and do the drawing of it 360 so like i you know i was like hey man we're gonna have to figure out like what the shell pattern is gonna be so he oh. says well what do you think and i kind of like did some research and i did a few shell drawings of like 
you know, because, you know, you can talk about it all day long, but my job is to show them the artwork, like show them what, you know, production wise, like, sure. you know, Woodrow's design, Woodrow doesn't worry about those things. He's very creative. It's the creative part. Those drawings get approved. Then when I take them, I think about the production part of it, like the, the, the ins and outs of the design, you know, the, 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 the different types of the little bands around each turtle's shell is like different for each turtle and rafts in the beginning was kind of even rockier and sharper and stuff. So like, you know, but the, but yeah, but the shells like, so I drew like, I think it was like the turtle, like the toy shell. And then I think I drew like a comic book shell, which was very close to the toy shell. And then I think I drew like something else. I don't know what the hell I did for the third one, but I remember I was showing them three different ones and I'm pretty sure the ones we went with is like very classic turtle shell. Like it's kind of like the three hexagons down the center and then you just kind of connect from outward. But, and I think that was like basically like mixture of like original and like the toys. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, their shells are pretty big. What's crazy is they don't, I don't, at least I don't think they do, but they don't fully go inside them at all. I think so. I don't remember. In the movie, so. you know, or like their heads ducked down. Cause I know Mikey's head like ducked in his shell once or twice in the live action. Uh, the maybe, maybe the first one, but I know he did in the second one, The Secret of the Ooze. Uh, I know Mikey did it the first time, in the, did it once in the first movie. Because he somebody swings something at him, and he says, "I love yeah. you." And then I know Leonardo does it in the third movie. Oh, does he? The anatomy of it doesn't make any sense because the head <laughs> the <third> movie were gigantic. <laughs> that's probably that. See, that's the thing, man. Like, it's crazy. It's like, like we had that conversation so many times in design room reviews. Like, like how much is ridiculous, or how much is like okay what are we really talking about here? Like, cause we have to kind of stop rewind and go, we're making talking Ninja Turtles, Ninja <laughs> sure. teenagers, you know what I mean? But sometimes like, I don't know. Like if you ask me, I think doing that would be weird and kind of like in, in the universe, in the mutant mayhem universe. And you know, cause yeah, where the hell is it going? Like, well, no, basically, in every like version that they do it, and they do it a lot. Like a lot of it always defies the laws of whatever physics they're working with. But then again, cool. there you go. It's like, but what are we arguing <laughs> about here? Like, come yeah. on, you know? Yeah. Do you have for the for the villains the uh, the mutant villains? Do you have a favorite um, one or two that you worked on that you enjoyed the most, or the designs like were? Honestly, I have to say that I have two, like mutant wise, Ray Filet was very fun to draw and he was just really cool. I actually did a handful of artwork for marketing. So for Walmart and Target. So I, I really got to draw him some more and paint him and stuff. And that was really, really fun. Um, but I think the most brilliant design, if you ask me, was Woodrow's Baxter Stockman. And Baxter Stockman was going to be in the movie for a lot of the movie. Yeah. And so it was a little mildly like exciting slash heartbreaking to learn that 
he was only going to be in the beginning and then and he wasn't even going to become the fly because i don't know if woodrow mentioned this but he the fly's design is heavily based off of mutating from baxter stockman and what's what surprises me like so uh, we did i did talk about this with woodrow and like if, if anybody collects the toys like the toy yes. of Superfly yeah. is still Baxter wearing his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Two, none of the. Well, that's because the toys were being yeah with way back. Yeah, but I mean that's cool, man. There's something ah, there's something kick ass about that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's yeah. something really kick ass about that. Like 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 just weird nerd world. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's kind of more of a feeling uh, than anything to, or to put into words. But but yeah yeah man, I love that design. That Baxter Stockman is just so unbelievably fresh and weird yeah. and creepy and 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 just really I don't know man. I remember drawing him uh, like in his turn. Woodrow sketched his hand and they were just kind of like bleep bleep, but you know just really kind of wonky. And his ring finger on his left hand is yep. just like, it looks just like a little strawberry. Like it's just this kind of creepy nubby finger. And you know, like Yashar was like, bro, I want you to ride on that finger. I want you to get that finger, like make it work with the, with the turnaround. And so I was just like, hell yeah. Like, come on. You know, you, you just work on so many movies and shows and you know you you design a character and then you do a t pose and you cut it in half and mirror it oh, and it's the same and and you know those shows need that they need that those are those shows but this one is the most asymmetrical thing like ever well i, I just i mean i'm sure there's somebody out there that knows something else but it's just there's no way that any kind of like helpful tricks with production art by like mirroring images and being like, okay, you're done. You know, nah, dude, these were like really weird, um, wonky, just really asymmetrical designs that were just so, so beautiful, just so beautifully bizarre. But, but, you know, but it's like so even well. the way it came out in the film, like, you know, it's, it, 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 it even like went to another place. You know, I mean, it was very close to the designs, very close. And all that, all that, all the overseas teams that really rendered those, like really captured it. But man, oh man, I loved Baxter Stockman. That was just the coolest, is creepiest. Turnaround, is that turnaround design. sheet on here? I, I haven't seen it on your web, on your Instagram. The Baxter? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've, I don't know. I'm, I mentioned like last week when I was doing the shredders, like, I just did. I have so many drawings, man. Like so much, like things that just didn't even work. Like animals we didn't even use, and like you know, rooftop stuff and billboards and things like that. And I know Kellen just posted a few, but uh, I think before he did the great draw drawings that he did, I did a handful of Splinter T-shirt, uh, you know, throwaway, you know, '80s T-shirt, whatever. Um, designs for him when he was younger too so um and i tried to fit in a lot of deep cuts there um kino's pizza and stuff like that oh, but <laughs> yeah but but yeah man like um ugh, a lot of drawings a lot of stuff
the asymmetrical thing works so well too. I think it suits the turtles really well. Like I've interviewed a few of the the guys who made the original toys, and there was a kind of um, I don't know mandates the right word, but when it came to the villains, like it had to be asymmetrical like this hand to be a human hand this hand to be like a uh elephant stump like they wouldn't they specifically had asymmetry as like part of their mandate like they didn't want it to look clean and normal and symmetrical so like it it suits the brand so well that's so cool that's so cool yeah the, um, oh, and probably also i want to give shout out to freaking mega mutant too i loved that thing Oh, that thing's nuts. Mega Mutant was so and, rad. Yeah. Yeah. That thing was so great. So what great. That? I got some very like uh, Oogie Boogie vibes from that. Like what went into that one? I'm so curious. So the eyes and stuff came way later, I'm guessing, because I didn't see that. Before his eyes were a little smaller. And um also I don't believe that he was a mutated, even more version of Superfly. He was something else. He was his own thing, yeah. Ah. Yeah. And um, I just remember being in some magical design meetings and listening and <laughs> laughing um, about what leg was going to be mammals should we make these all pandas should we make these all horses like you know should this be a reptile leg or should we mix them all together like it's just like never in your wildest dreams as a designer like i know like i know i had people like friends hit me up going dude i can't wait to see the turtles movie i'm so jealous i'm like dude I i'm with you I, I don't even know what i'm doing here like i don't even know how i got this it's like it was really great and the those really weird boundary pushing things that were done just really paid off because it, it came out killer. And I love the concept of him, you know, being or or Mega Mutant being this kind of like mashup of creatures, but it also, you know, is the you know final Frieza form or whatever of uh yeah of uh superfly so yeah you were saying that. that so much of superfly's design was based on the idea of baxter being mutated into him i mean like we kind of still see it in the hair yeah yeah i saw that. like that that's like kind of i don't know i hate to, is there anything else that's like kind of left over from baxter a little bit i mean like i, I i'm sure like yashar and i'm sure arthur because arthur was so awesome about concept he just he was so rad about like thinking about everything. And I loved that so much. And, and, you know, Jeff too. I mean, Jeff was the one that was like, you know, laying it down and making all the decisions and stuff. And, and, um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, no, sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the design. It's so weird, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. The um, did do you, were you still there when they switched from Baxter to Superfly, or like? No. Yeah, no. That came after you. You left. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it happened late. Obviously, because of the toy, but it seems like it happened late in the game. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. It's still cool though, because Baxter still has a presence in the movie. Like you, like his influence on Superfly, I think is really interesting and kind of like 
Yeah, so, and I mean, like, that's why it's cool that he's kind of got his hair, you know, because it doesn't, yeah. like, super, it doesn't ruin it at all. It's kind of like, oh, well, if, I don't know, who knows? Like, it, there might be somewhere in the story that, like, Baxter uses his own blood or something. Yeah. Who knows? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, it all, it all, like, works for, <laughs> it all works for real. But, yeah, man, the, um, that stuff is cool. And, and I'm glad they kept it in, because, I mean, like, that's that's one of those things that was just kind of like i guess like really important to the design i mean the clothing thing you know he's got the little kind of ripped shorts but you know his chest is all out and i remember arthur doing a bunch of a handful of really kick-ass drawings of you know muscly chests mixed with like how bugs or flies you know kind of exoskeletons work or whatever uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean like uh so that that was just really cool thought process and and then the execution was just really great and I really like that a lot better too because it really gets to showcase on the mutant part of his his body you know and 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 more or less just kind of adds to him I, yeah, you I, I, the animal part of it like I was always bothered by turtles designs that looked like a six pack like right you want it to look like a turtle shell you don't want it to look like too humanoid so i like that they embraced the the weird animalness of really all the characters but that, that yeah. I, I, it's what's more interesting and i think like yeah. ice cube like he i feel like he kind of sets the tone for the movie in such an interesting way like like he doesn't he's not like shredder he doesn't sound like fill in the blank marvel villain like he just Gives the movie a totally different energy, which I really like. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know. It, it, just, it was such a smart way to introduce this world, as opposed to here's the origin story with Shredder again. Oh, it was great storytelling, man. It was really great, and to have them cool in the beginning, you know, or, or at least you know, friendly enough to yeah have some cosmic bowling and listen to the master plan, you know, like that was very cool. So, um. <laughs> yeah man i i love i love the way ice cube played that character because honestly when it came to baxter you know i had we we were kind of throwing around ideas about who we thought would be cool to play them and but i just didn't really think that superfly was going to be as uh, human talking, you know, I, I kind of thought he might have, you know, just been growling or something or, you know, whatever, something like that. But um, the way it turned out is just exceeded my, you know, expectations and all that. And uh, yeah, Ice Cube kills it. I love the scene where he beats the crap out of the turtles in that van, man. Oh, it's just yeah. like they both give it to him. But they're just not getting past them. Like, that's just so cool. They really, you know, and that really just shows how gnarly he was. I mean, there was this great scene right at the end where, like, of the the um, the cosmic bubbling scene where, like, Leo's like, well, I mean, technically, like, if we weren't into the plan, like, what would that be like? And he just kind of, like, pauses and shuts the door, and you're only seeing, like, the side back view of the character and he's like well you know i didn't think you guys were as cool as i thought you were like 
there's just a lot of really good camera work, a lot of great storyboarding, a lot of real, real in-depth, um, really necessary, beautiful little flaky layers of goodness to all the characters, like April, you know, Splinter, you know, they all got something really cool going on. And Superfly killed it. All, all of it. Design, animation, voice acting, all of it. Yeah. Turnarounds, you know, all of it. <laughs> the last thing I want to ask you about, because you said you had designed these characters from scratch. <laughs> you said you that you designed uh the goons in the chop shop, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Yashar and I worked on those together. He did some uh body. He he started out with a lot uh, uh uh he started out with a handful of sketches that were like body types for males and females of new york and so they were kind of like very generic sketches of people but they lived in our world and so um i took those and i took some of those he had a he had like an a b c and d for men and then women and also age groups you know younger to a little older and then um I kind of like designed them and gave them all the personality that they end up having. There were two of them, two or three of them. There was a big kind of fat guy with a weird pink face. And then there was the dude that had an orange hoodie with his, with a overalls. Um, yeah, yeah. And then there's a guy who's got a red mullet and those characters I saw like, those were people that gave me inspiration. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously they didn't look exactly like that, but I remember one of the guys, like, I just, I just, I don't know. I would, you know, when I was on this movie, I was very, my spidey senses were like, okay, what the F can I do to make this as best as I can? What can I do to throw into this to really, you know, like, this is it. This is the spotlight moment, you know? And so I was always aware of people, and and when I lived in New York for years, I drew on the train all the time. I've been drawing people like from from observation for many many years, and um, you know, I always take a sketchbook on me to the pizza shop or burger joint or wherever, get some beers or whatever. You know, I always got a sketchbook on me. This day, I was at Target and I did not have a sketchbook on me, but I saw this guy with this mullet and this face, and he was kind of pointy, and oh man, he was he was just beautiful for the the assignment that uh you know i was given a couple days early so i just remember getting home really fast and sketching him and then like taking that sketch and then like looking at it and drawing it on the computer and you know and, and you know giving char that and saying hey you know like here's here's because you know you're given like your assignment and then like i'm like here's a handful of designs like and then they kind of pick and choose which ones that they like or take these and push them a little bit more or whatever and uh, yeah, those so those goons were really great. And, you know, I got to work on their call out sheets, which are basically, you know, little um, references to the texture and the look and feel of what the characters made up of the fabric, the shoes, you know, if they got different hair or uh, tattoos. So every ta every character uh, that had tattoos, I had to draw them on the body and then draw them flat out that way that the people that were ending up, you know, kind of translating our designs into the uh, the into CG 
um, we're able to kind of have a clear picture of what the tattoos look like, um, t-shirt designs, things like that. But yeah, the goons were great. They were super fun. And they went through some changes too, some more than others. Um, another one I designed was that went through a couple was Frank. And we call him Frank. And he was basically like the leader. And he's the one that says, he's the one that gives the little Shrek's line. The bigger oh, guy. Sure. He's like, yeah, yeah. look like little Shrek's. Yeah. And I originally designed him in like a Tony Soprano, like, velvet jumpsuit with tracksuit and <laughs> Char really liked that but he was like we need something more boss because he's supposed to be like the unofficial boss of that chop shop and so then I gave him the like cheap leather jacket and I kind of put a little band-aid on his nose because like you know he might have gotten to a fight or something but yeah they were a blast to work on and I'm really really happy that that scene ended up in the movie staying in the film Oh yeah, um, and it's a pivotal moment. It's the first time they're in a fight. Like that's yeah, and it, it, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I do think that that's the way it's kind of always been. That's cool. Because I remember seeing that chop shop fight way early, and um, April. Uh, I think at first it wasn't April whose bike was stolen. I believe it was just like a little kid that had an inhaler. And the turtles had to go get it because of the the kids needing, you know, like like the kid, that's his medicine. And so they had to retrieve it. So that was kind of the motivation on why they needed to actually oh, sure. be superheroes and rescue the kid's backpack or whatever. Because the kids stole the scooter. But I think that, again, just like how filmmaking works, you know, you just kind of work it until all the pieces fit in perfectly. And having April's bike being oh, it taken so was leading up to their introduction, which is, yeah, yeah. So And like having Leonardo like crush on April, it's the only way Leo would be like, would get in on the plan to save her scooter and later in the plan to be liked by everybody like you all the pieces fit together really well. There's some really good storytelling in it. And like, or like the parallels between Superfly and Splinter, which are really interesting. I thought like just smart, smart storytelling overall. It's just a good movie. So Agreed. Yep. Very memorable. You want things to be memorable. You yep. want a character introduction to be memorable. You want a villain's plot to be memorable. There's so many things out there that are just not memorable. Like, what did I see the other day? Oh man, I watched that movie, The Last Voyage of the Demeter with the Dracula, and I really yeah. wanted that to rule. But well, that's a good idea. That's a cool idea. Like a oh, it was sick. It was sick. It was beautifully done. But I, I just recall the moment you first see the Dracula. I don't want to spoil this, so everybody who has never seen this, don't listen to this part. Um, like it's just not an introduction. I maybe I'm old school, but like I just it's it, it's. It was just kind of like a creep, like a modern day creep shot of his hands and like that was it. But like, I don't know, a character needs a cool, memorable moment and an introduction or, you know, and so this movie has got so much of that. I, I said when I got out of the movie, when I first saw it, when I was at Paramount with everybody, it was like there were just the right amount of poses, turtle group poses. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. just the right amount. But enough to be like, part, it was the perfect opportunity for that, right? Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, dude. And it was just like, you know what? 
We need turtle poses. Sorry, sorry. They look awesome together. They're designed together. They're brothers. They're dude. You need turtle poses. I think if I think if they had done too many, it would have been like that's hilarious, you know. <laughs> but if they had done like like me leaving going, oh man, I wish I did more like killer poses. There was just so many great poses. I think my favorite by far is at the very end when it's the four turtles on top of the 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 um the mega mutant okay. and the glowing blowhole the green ooze coming up dude that's the coolest pose like it's just the posing was out of this world it yeah. like, and you're right you do want that like you really want those few like there's that moment in like avengers like where the the, the turnaround thing oh yeah yes exactly moments where it's like it's one cool clean shot of the character yeah oh yeah and i mean like come on dude the 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 fighting all the 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 cronies you know yeah and the 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 rotating shot the revolving shot of all the turtles and then busting through the doors each turtle so like that's the, the whole thing the no dignity like that that's like that that whole sequence is so fun and like yeah you get oh, a yeah. lot of action in that little like oh it's so good yeah it's great yeah man honestly i just need to like get the movie and like i need to get it soon here actually i know it just came out on um like uh streaming or not streaming but like to rent online and stuff but I mean, I still myself have not been able to like pause it and look at all the dope poses and, and oh, moves, sure. just the moves of the turtles. I mean, I think some of the coolest moves were the splinters moves. Yeah, um, I love the game splinter moment because splinter seems like yeah, goofy dad in this movie, and in a, in, a, in a way that I love him. Like I like that he's yeah. like, he's just this sweet old guy, and I they still give him that kind of like kick ass. Yoda in episode two moment where he just yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah no? and I mean like there was a lot like all that TCRI stuff like I had no I I didn't know about a lot of that stuff and so when his fight came and the the closet or whatever the cabinet fell on him I was like oh that sucks dude how are you gonna get out of this one and then he's just like <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> and not so only weird. like yeah. he, See, that's what's so rad, man. Like, it's all about action and reaction and upping it every time. So it's yeah. like Splinter beats up a dude. Holy crap, Splinter's got moves. Four more guys show up. He kicks them. They then knocks him down. And then he like, oh, he's out for the count. And then all of a sudden he's back. But he's not only back, but he's back with all the turtle weapons. Like, yeah. yeah, dude, that's killer. That's It was very killer. Very cool. My last question for you is because this is what I yeah, asked man. And is uh, who's your favorite turtle and why? Oh, I knew this knew this ridiculous question was coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, so like when I was younger, my favorite turtle was Donnie because I loved purple and I still love purple. It's my favorite color. But uh, Raphael is just so damn cool. Like I, I just love him because he's got so much attitude and because he is probably one of the most different turtles out of like personality wise out of all of them. I had a really good friend kind of give me, um, you know, his take on the movie and he was just a little bit like, well, it just kind of seemed like everybody was Mikey and everybody was cool kid and stuff. And I said, well, I think it's, 
probably because you're feeling like like they're all teens now and kind of teenagers have high energy and they have you know they blurt out stupid stuff and they're awkward and they're you know they're just not really like balanced yet and so and you know there's a lot to learn there's a lot to learn still to learn and so you know, he was like, word, word, man. I, I hear you. Maybe maybe that's true. And I'm like, well, it could be. It couldn't be. But then I look at Raph and, like, you know, he's always just kind of, like, been a really important part of the Turtles, like, the brother dynamic and, you know, on, on adventures and missions or whatever, you know, in, you know, in the past, you know, not just Mutant Mayhem. But, um, but yeah, I'd have to say Raph because I just like his mood, man. He's just moody, and that's just cool. I mean, yeah, he, that's a tough question. From the first movie and heck, most of the other movies, not not this one. Um, he is the source of the most story, right? Like his his energy gives so much of what like drives story. So I mean, I completely see that. That's to- I honestly, I, I really like that this is kind of Leo's movie first, which is surprising because like you kind of think of him as like. And I hate to say this, but you kind of think of him as like kind of the most boring of the four. Sure. Like, and I love the fact this story feels, you know, if it's 10% more Leonardo's than anybody else's, just because it kind of worked out that way. And it's, I love that for that reason. Like, I think that's, that it's yeah. such, I love that. Yeah. Leo, Leo's a, yeah, he's a delicate character because if you do him too leadery, then he just kind of seems like a jerk or pushy yep. or whatever. And you know, but but if you don't, then you're not really kind of catering to. Well, he make, who his personality trait is, you know, making him rat out his brothers early on. It's a funny moment, but it also speaks to like, how does that translate to teenager, right? Like that's that's what like I feel like people have said before, like we're gonna make this, but like this is the first time, and I, uh, you know, like I said, I love every version of turtles, but like casting them as teenagers makes a lot of difference. But like they do genuinely feel like kids and that's super cool and i think like everything it was really well thought out like donatello i'm a donatello guy all my life i couldn't tell you anything about k-pop ever but i was like no it makes sense that he he would dig that like i totally understand why he would be like you know like so that like they really a lot of thought into like how do we interpret this as something a 15 16 year old kid would do as opposed to like oh yeah. Oh yeah. Thing. A turtle. Yeah. Oh yeah. And well said for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing about Donnie with that is like, I love that he's wearing like kind of like a Jojo, Jojo's great adventures uh, <laughs> or bizarre adventures um, sweater or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know what that is. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not a humongous anime person. I mean, I grew up with Dragon Ball Z and stuff, but, but... I, I never really I would up with Dragon Ball Z and a little bit of I guess I watched some Pokemon because I guess it was on. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know anything about it. But I'm like, like the, Donnie being a, a nerdy anime kid. I'm like that. that yeah. Like, oh that yeah. Makes perfect sense. So. Yeah, those last few scenes, post credit stuff with them, I didn't. I didn't. That stuff came later, or yeah. I just didn't see it, and I just thought they were so brilliant. Like, you know. Uh, Mikey, <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. It, it really, it just, it, I was laughing and freaking out when I first saw the, you know, final cut of the film, and I remember, I remember really just feeling the pressure and just really like 
the stakes were so high and every, you know, and, and I remember vividly like the part where they're kind of being held in his claw and they're crushing him. You hear the shell oh, crack. That part, like, yeah, dude. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the severity of the situation. That, that we're in some real deep yeah. shit. Yeah. I really was like, Oh, like that's. Yeah. Really yeah, man. Beautiful like, stuff. Really like, cool. Them like walnuts. It was like, yeah, yeah. Cool. Very cool. It, yeah. It's all about the feeling and, uh, the movie's got tons of feeling and, and, and wow. Yeah. I had a great time, man. I, 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 I still can't believe it. And I'm just so unbelievably appreciative that I got to be able to, uh, to throw down with these freaking brilliant artists. My God, so great. Like wonderfully amazing artists that just, it was not an easy style, man. It was, it was challenging, but damn. I'm Damn so it. into the art for this. I know there's a book coming out. Like, and that's not, honestly, that's why, like, I reached out to you and, like, maybe 15 other of the artists from there. Cause, like, I, I, this art is so cool. And I, like, I love highlighting that work. Like, cause it's, it's so interesting to me to hear about how these things changed and developed and what random version of the turtles from before yeah. influenced it. Like, that stuff is so interesting to me. So I, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, of course. It was a blast to kind of, like, rehash the time. And, you know, there's always some really fun tidbits. And there's probably a metric F-ton of stuff I don't even, you know, I wasn't even around for and I didn't even get to see or experience. So, um, but, yeah, man, thanks a lot. This is a blast. I loved it, man. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Take care. Yeah, you too, man. See ya. Producer slam, though it's like, bam, jump on stage and then I didn't dance.